Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 38 of Impact Boom. My name's Tom Allen. I'm the director of Sem Positive, and I'm passionate about bringing you the latest interviews and insights to help you create positive social impact. Today, we're speaking with Cliff Feigenbaum. Cliff Feigenbaum is the founder of the Green Money Journal. Green Money Journal is one of the world's leading sustainable business and impact investing media brands with its monthly e-journal and website focused on publishing innovative solutions and responsible leadership. Every issue is filled with relevant news featuring top writers from around the world, sustainable business, impact investing, renewable energy, organic agriculture and ethically made products. The goal of Green Money Journal is to help people make informed financial decisions from the stock market to the supermarket. The overall mission is to influence capital. Cliff is also co-author of Investing With Your Values, Making Money and Making a Difference, which was published through Bloomberg Press and New Society Publishers. And in 2013, Cliff was named one of the top 100 thought leaders in trustworthy business by Trust Across America. And in 2015 and 2017, Mr. Feigenbaum was named one of the leaders in corporate responsibility and sustainability by Corporate Responsibility Magazine. He has also received numerous nominations for the SRI Service Award. So in today's podcast, we'll discuss key insights Cliff has gathered during his 25-year journey with GreenMoneyJournal.com. And Cliff will share his knowledge about socially responsible investing or SRI. Cliff, thanks very much for joining us. It's great to be here, Tom. Cliff, to start things off, could you please share a little bit about your background and what led you into the world of sustainably responsible investing and publishing? Well, it all started when I was working at a hospital in the Northwest in America and found out that my 401k, my retirement plan, had mutual funds that had tobacco stocks in them. And I thought, well, how inappropriate for a healthcare institution to be profiting from tobacco. Mm. And that was really how Green Money Journal started, was that I wanted to make basic, informed financial decisions. And I was having trouble finding a resource. Mm. So I literally created uh, a publication with no background at all um, in publishing and created a little six-page newsletter, which took off from uh, from day one. It had a readership and a following and it's now grown to 26,000 people worldwide on our email list. So tell us about some of those milestones, Cliff. Well, one thing that was really exciting and has helped us along the way was every so often, uh, as we're out there in the world, there is uh, something significant happened for us to keep us going. And the first year we were out, Paul Hawken, the international author, named us 
by name in a uh, in a publication that went out across the country. Mm. And so it really boosted our belief in ourselves. And a couple of years later, we started GreenMoneyJournal.com. A couple of years after that, 1997, uh, Bloomberg Press called us and said, we'd like you to write a book on SRI. Mm. And so ever so often, we we'd get this call or something would happen. A, a few years ago, we got Philippe Cousteau to write an article for us. Just, you know, really exciting, really significant things that, that showed us we were on the right track and, and that we're helping people. And sometimes I'm at conferences and people come up to us and say, Cliff, I changed my career after reading Green Money. And I moved into being a financial professional, doing only socially responsible ethical investing. And so those are exciting milestones. Absolutely. It must be really rewarding when that happens. And so the Green Money Journal now is currently celebrating its 25th anniversary. And a lot of content, as you mentioned, has been covered in that time, Cliff. So which three articles or four articles have most challenged your own beliefs and how? important that people know in those 25 years about the growth of SRI that we've seen and some of that and those articles along the way that were significant to us. But we've seen the market grow now to $9 trillion in the U.S. Mm. to $23 trillion globally that has some level of involvement with socially responsible investing. So it, we've really seen now I believe one in five dollars has some level of socially responsible screening, mm. uh, shareholder activism that it's involved in. So it's a really, really fast growing and will only be increasing in the future. But the three articles and topics that I think that have probably challenged us or been the most interesting to us, one was written by a lady named Donna Katzen, who herself had worked with Nelson Mandela in South Africa. Yeah. And it was such a meaningful article, so real uh, that it was like, yes, this is why green money exists, is mm. to be able to share this uh, transformational article that's, you know, just walking in his footsteps, I think it was called, continuing yeah. to walk in his footsteps. The next conversation was one that, is still ongoing, and that is about organic agriculture and organic products. And mm. that is, should organics only be available in, you know, organic supermarkets that mm. have only organic products and only sustainably grown products? Or should the organics be in every supermarket, affordable, widespread? And even a company called Honest Tea, uh, who sold to Coca-Cola to get their organic tea distributed around the world. And the only way they could get that distribution was to join with Coca-Cola. So they made a, a very, well, it was a controversial decision at the time, but mm. they saw the distribution again to move organics to a global format. And probably uh, the future of energy articles yeah. and green building are so significant in moving ourselves forward to the future in a, in a renewable energy and a climate change world that, um, you know, I'm always, always surprised 
and always uh, excited to learn about new things. And that's really where green money is, is kind of on the edge of bringing new information to people uh, in every issue. Very innovative uh, people who write for us. Absolutely. You're certainly in a, in a very nice position to be at the forefront of receiving those insights, that's for sure. So if you had to reduce, Cliff, 25 years of content into perhaps some of the top five tips for socially responsible investing, what would they be? Just five? I don't get 25? <laughs> anyway. Um, well, I've thought about this um, quite a bit because, you know, going over my 25 years and thinking about, well, what have been the significant points that people have really, really found useful? And I think yeah. that invest in what you're interested in. This comes from a famous investor named Peter Lynch, who used to say, I like to walk the aisles of my stocks, mm -hmm. which meant he liked supermarkets. He liked department stores. He liked things that he could actually go and see how the company was operating. And I like it too. I thought that has always stuck with me. So I own mm -hmm. a company called Whole Foods Market here in the U.S. And so I go, I was there this morning shopping and, you know, noticing things about the store. Oh, I like that. I don't like that. And sometimes I share it with the store manager mm -hmm. and I have a conversation with a stock person or something yeah. uh, that might be stocking the shelves and, and working there. So to me, I like that tip. Um, yeah. Also, be long-term. Sustainability is about long-term investing. It's not a short-term quick profit mm. uh, motive. It really is a long-term. Yeah. And something that I really care about is community investing, impact investing. And so I recommend that people take about 10% of their portfolio and put it into their local community if they can. If they're right here in where I live, there's actually an investment fund where I invest in low-income housing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's doing very well. It's really creating some great opportunities for people here uh, in the area. Another tip, I think, is to ask yourself about risk. Mm. How comfortable are you with risk? And so I take about 10% of my investments and put it in risk capital or innovative companies that might not have made it yet. That you know, So it might be an individual company stock. It might not be a mutual fund. It might not be a retirement fund. It might be an individual stock that I roll the dice on a little bit. Yep. And so that's something that I like to do. And then, of course, really understand how to align your money with your values mm. and align your investing with your values. What do you care about in the world? What do you not want to profit from? And what do you want to profit from? So for me, I stay away from tobacco stocks. I stay away from weapons manufacturers. I stay away from nuke, nukes, uh, environmental polluters, different companies that might use slave labor. Those are things that I don't want to profit from. Hmm. But I do like renewable energy. I do like organic agriculture. I do like you know innovative companies. And so sustainability is about creating a sustainable future. Absolutely. Cliff, 
1999, you co-authored Investing With Your Values, Making Money and Making a Difference. So what were your key arguments in that book and do you think they've stood the test of time? Well, it's been, an, it's been a really interesting, uh, well, gosh, going on 18 years now mm. since we published that book, and um, which is hard to believe. But the four aspects of SRI, sustainable investing, ethical investing, SRI, it's in a lot of sense, those terms are all the same thing. Yep. There are really four aspects to it. And so we broke the book down into you know, screening out companies, divesting from companies like we just talked about that, yep. that you don't want to profit from. But the flip side of that and a really important side is what do you want to invest in? What do you want to profit from? Mm. The third aspect is shareholder activism. And that's one thing I like about a lot of the SRI mutual funds that I am involved with is that they are very active with the management of companies to, even if they're in SRI funds and they're good companies, it doesn't mean they can't improve. Mm. So shareholder engagement. And there's even uh, one of the good stories this year was that even companies like Exxon's, uh, ExxonMobil, yeah. their shareholders this year had a shareholder proposal on climate change risk. And 60% of their shareholders said, we want the company to report on climate change risk. So this is a – shareholder activism is a very ex wide very, – well, it's a growing aspect mm. of SRI, I should say. And, and uh, we see it influencing Wall Street all the time, more and more. Sustainable investing is, is making an impact. Mm. And then the fourth aspect is community investing, impact investing that we've talked about to put some of your money closer to home yeah. and not often the stock market. But how can you do things and invest a little bit closer, more regional? How do you bank? Where does your money, as they say, where does your money spend the night? Mm. So one thing that we found really interesting after the book came out was that every single section that we did, all the chapters, actually expanded so much that each one, we thought, could become its own book. It was really very heartening for us to see us touch on so many topics mm. that expanded, and we never did. Our team never did get back to writing the next book because we all just found so much success in what we were doing. Mm. But we just realized, wow, each one of these chapters can be its own full two or 300 book now. There's so much going on. Yeah. So what advice would you give then, Cliff, to social entrepreneurs who are looking to get investment to help them to scale, grow, and maximize their impact? Well, have a great idea. <laughs> how do you do it's that? The first thing. <laughs> how do you do that? How do you finance a great idea? Actually, you have to have a great idea. And, and what I mean by that is not to intimidate people that they have to come up with the, the world-changing idea, but what is something that you see in the world that's not working, that you're not finding satisfaction with, or you're not – it's kind of like when I started Green Money. I could not – find an information resource 
Mm. It wasn't overly intimidating like the Wall Street Journal or something. Yeah. But I couldn't find the information that I needed and the resources that I needed in the style that I needed. So I created one. Mm. And, and we invite people in to a conversation about the relationship with money and creating the kind of world they want to live in using their money. Mm. So, so when I, I see new ideas happening all the time, and this, you know, it was funny. I was in San Francisco visiting somebody years and years ago, and we hailed a taxi. We called and we said, could we have a taxi? It took two phone calls and over an hour to get this car mm. to this house. And I thought, no wonder Uber and Lyft and other companies started. It started out of frustration and the terrible service that taxis were doing. Yeah. And so I'm not, I am not at all surprised that those companies are successful because they filled a gap, something that wasn't working well in society for mm. people. And so, you know, I'm always looking for things like that. And I think that that's uh, good ideas. We'll find good financing. Mm, very interesting. Cliff, Kristen Hull recently told us on Impact Boom here that the biggest challenge is the status quo and that people are busy to change their spending and investing habits. So how might we best empower communities to break habits which perpetuate unsustainable futures? Well, one nice thing is uh, this this past week I just talked to Kristen and she's going to be writing for our November issue. Oh, that's of exciting. Her, of some of her insights about money. So we look forward to that so we know some of the same people. But again, I ask people to look at, at what they're thinking about. Again, to ask that question, what do I want to profit from and what don't I want to profit from? Mm. And when you're investing or even when you're shopping, you are supporting, you are voting for a company and what type of business they're doing. And so really you are, your money is very powerful to mm. change the world. And so, you know, move it towards the kind of world you want to live in. Move it towards sustainable and innovative companies that are creating, that are that are developing the kind of world you want to live in. And so that's just uh, the way that I use my money to make an impact and, and really uh, create change in the world. Mm. Some great advice there. So to finish off, could you please recommend a few great books that you think would really inspire our listeners? Yes. Uh, actually, there is uh, a few books right now. Uh, I mentioned Paul Hawken earlier. He has a new book called Drawdown, mm. and it's 100 Solutions to Reverse Global Warming. And these are very practical, very usable, very doable solutions that are well-researched. Mm. And so it's called Drawdown, an excellent new book by Paul Hawken. Another book that uh, I like came out a year or so ago called The New Grand Strategy, and it's about aligning security in the world with sustainability. Mm -hmm. So it actually has some military people talking about sustainability as an important part of what the world needs going forward. And that's by uh, 
two gentlemen, one named Mark Mickleby and another one, Joel Makeauer. The third book is called Integrated Investing, Impact Investing for Head, Heart, Body, and Soul by Bonnie Foley Wong. And she's a Canadian woman who's just published this new book on uh, really aligning your money with your values and, and impact investing. Fantastic. Well, they, they sound like some excellent recommendations, Cliff, and I'll stick them at the bottom of the article for people to, to click through to. Cliff, thank you very, very much for sharing your, your generous insights and time today. We'll look forward to touching base with you in the future. Well, great. And uh, people can find our 25th anniversary issue with a variety of articles looking at the next 25 years um, on greenmoneyjournal.com right now. And it's been great being with you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people, and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.